everything up. Just shkayach for being Ravazi, the fire, such a niche in our community. It's, it's a pleasure to be close to Ravazi and to have him in our midst. I thank everybody, it's a that everybody, our, that we have a kehillah that comes together. That's, comes, we're all busy people. We all have a lot on our plate. And life's overwhelming with tasks. That everybody takes time to prepare together. The Rav Am for the precious Chag of Shavuos is a chizuk, and it's appreciated. Each and every person that's here tonight is a chizuk and appreciated. Yesterday I had the opportunity to tell a bacher, to mention to a bacher, that I wanted to ask him on behalf of myself, my partners in the yeshiva, I want to ask him to represent, he's a senior, there are 85 seniors, and we asked the couple, so I wanted the first bacher to ask him to please speak at graduation. In front of 500 people, please represent your chevra. Say words, precious words, words of inspiration. And I asked this bacher to undertake this responsibility. And when I asked this bacher, it's been on my mind now for two days straight. I'm, I was thinking, I asked this person, two things happened. Roimimus and Simcha. Elevation, a sense of understanding. I've been singled out for an important mission. A sense of purpose, a sense of responsibility, a sense of meaning, of doing something important. Roimimus and Simcha. Elevation and happiness. The elevation of responsibility. Va'atem Tiuli, Hashem said to us, promised us before the second day at Harsinai, Hashem promised our people, Accept the Torah, and I'm promising you, you will be a Mamleches Kehan in the Goy Kadosh. You'll have a tremendous responsibility, tremendous opportunity to impact others. A Mamleches Kehanim, a nation of Kehanim, responsibility to impact others, the Goy Kadosh. An elevated people, a precious, important people, Raimus and Simcha. I asked, I'm going to be in Beis Hashem. I'm going to be in this community for Shavuos. So I asked some people, Mashpiim in the Yeshiva, that please help create an environment in the Yeshiva of Shavuos. I want Raimus and I want Simcha, elevation, a sense of purpose, a sense of dignity, a pride in who we are. Like Rav Azi said, a pride in we've been chosen, a great joy and a great responsibility that the day of Shavuos evokes in us, and I would like to learn tonight, together with the Olam, three topics. Three topics that I think are fundamental topics in Yiddishkeit. They relate to the Chag of Shavuos, each in a unique way. But I ask the Olam if they'll please put up with my peculiarities. If between these three topics we can sing, Roimimus and Simcha, the Achana for Shvois has to have the joy, the sense of happiness, the great joy, the, the Rina, the Simcha, that comes from the sense that Hashem chose us, Hashem Bachabonami Amim. So if I can ask between, after these three pieces, each one, I ask the choir to come tonight. 
I didn't know Ray Levine was here. Ms. Stumble will join the choir of Stein. But I asked the choir to come tonight to present three songs that I don't know they'll sing and we'll join in to try to acquire in our preparation these two ingredients to bring to our families on this precious chag to make an environment in our homes on Shruis, Roimimus and Semcha, a sense of Hashivas for Hashem single us out for an important mission, a sense of joy that Hashem single us out, gave us meaning and purpose and responsibility and opportunity for unique closeness to Him, those two aspects to try to capture tonight, Roimimus and Semcha. I want to start, I want to talk about the topic of reputation. It's so important to care what people think. So they tell Moshe Rabbeinu that we don't want a peace in Eretz Yisroh. We would want a chelik in Eber Yardin before the Jordan. We want a chelik in Eretz Yisroh. We want our chalukah to be there. We have a lot of sheep and we'd like a piece of land there. So Moshe Rabbeinu ultimately tells them that if you'll fight... If you'll fight together with B'nai Yisroh, then you can return to your families and have a peace in Evra Yardin. So he tells them that if you'll do your responsibilities, the Yisem Nekiyem Hashem Ume Yisroh. If you fight, you'll come up clean. You'll be Nekiyem Hashem. In regards to your responsibilities to Hashem, you have fought for the land of Eretz Yisroh. You will come up right and righteous. And Klal Yisrael, as well in the eyes of the people, will see you as a good person. Pashtas, I would say, as long as Hashem sees I'm right. But from here, we learn from our Torah, Daisha, new responsibility. Not only are you obligated to be right, you're obligated to appear right. It matters what people think. How many times have we seen a speaker take a glass of water, and drink it and tell the oil, I made a shahakal already. But do we have an insecure speaker? You can't lead if you're insecure. If you worry what everybody's going to say, come on. So why does the speaker say, I made a shahakal already? It's not insecure, perhaps. It comes because of the raisa, the yisem nikiyam me'ashemu me'yisroh. It's not enough to be right after a peer right. If he was just worried what Hashem thinks, so who cares what the Tzibur thinks? They'll think he's flawed, so be it. But he knows he's right. But no. The speaker has to say, I made a shahakal already, Rabbi said. Don't be me, Because it's important, I don't just do what's right, it appears right. The Chabad Zion says, there are times you call for a shidduch and somebody says, Lashon Haro, L'tayelas. You must express, it's L'tayelas, I'm allowed to say it. Explain to the listener the hetter for saying what you're saying. Because it's not about being insecure, it's about your obligation, your responsibility. The Gemara in Sukkah, the Gemara Sukkah says that there were travelers and they slept outside of a Sukkah because they were Shluchei Mitzvah. But it says Amrinon, they announced Shluchei Mitzvah Nan. Again, were they insecure? What were they worried? They had a big speaker and they announced publicly, Shluchei Mitzvanan, we're on our... What are they embarrassed? Do what's right. Do what's true. But they're worried what the, the local newspaper is going to write. But their obligation again, 
is not just to be right, it's to be understood. So certainly this is our responsibility, not just to do what's right, but to appear right. However, however, this topic of reputation, of PR, of how it appears to another person can be abused in terrible ways, and much hurbin can happen, and much hurbin has happened from people's sense of Busha. Busha is wonderful. The Chayvah Salvavah says it's Matzil Mechet. This obligation to care what people think, and we're obligated to care what people think. But how much damage has been done, reputation? How many questions do you and I have that we're afraid to say, because what are the neighbors going to say? How much of the chinuch of our children is what's true, and how much is, I'm afraid, what others are going to say? How much damage has been done, what are others going to say? We come, Rabbi say, all of us, come from the individual, the greatest human being, Reb Miller calls the greatest human being who ever lived, and the Kayach of Avram Avinu is the perfect balance in the conversation we just had. Mitzat Echad and Ivri, the capacity to stand alone, the capacity not to be worried what others are going to think. He's an Ivri. He stands me'ever aner. The whole world on one side, but it's not true. The mevapish ha'emes, that seeks the truth, that lives the truth, that is responsible to the truth, responsible to Hashem and to no one else. He's an every. The whole world can hold something. His family, his community, his country. And it matters what they think, but I'm an every. And all of us get the name every and we're freeing. All of us have that kayach from Avinu. To stand up for what's true and to put aside what others think. To put aside what others are saying for the truth. Avram Avinu is the ultimate example of the balance. It's not the vart me against the world. It's not the vart to fight on the veld. Chas v'shalom. People who do that don't impact the world. Avram Avinu, Amitzad Shemi, has a tremendous understanding of the world. The Rambam's lush as he spoke to Kolechad ve'echad kifi daitai. A great understanding of each person. Mitzad echad a kayach of ivri, a kayach of standing alone. Mitzad sheni so ma'orav, so mixed in, so understanding, so responsible for others, so concerned to speak a language that each one and every one can understand. To be able to articulate in a manner that everybody can understand, that can reach everyone. That perfect balance of standing up for what's true, not being afraid, not being shackled by what the next one's going to say, but it's emes. But not either the sense of me against, not the sense of putting down, the sense of explaining, of trying to communicate and articulate the ideals. Avram ivri, the ivri mitzad echad, but the speaking to kol echad kifidaito mitzad sheni. The shruah story, the story of Rus, I'm jumping right away to, this is, this is so Amazing to me. So important in our Kabbalah satire. There's a man in Rus, in the Megillah Rus, who you and I don't know his name. Forever he has no name. He's pointing, he's anonymous forever. And all our families know him as the man who has no name, Mr. Anonymous. 
And this man has no name, for he was afraid of the shidduch, he was afraid of what people think. My view was a little bit an odd shidduch. We're in the parish of Shidduchim, where Zaych Arbeis Medrash is booming in the community, Siyafi Dishmai. And I'm sure, like, like all of it, we're all getting calls left and right. We're all thinking of leaving on our answering machines, you know, just a recording. For Chayim Perlowitz, press one, for just to leave that. But okay, I like talking about the guys, it's a pleasure. But in being called for Shidduch, you know, just have to picture somebody, you know, you present the Bach, you have a wonderful Shidduch. This guy, is, this girl's a wonderful girl. Pasha Batsheva, she's wonderful, Batsheva. We'll get to her family name, but I swear that she's from a family of Giyaris, beautiful family, who chose Yiddishkeit. Wonderful Midas, wonderful person, such amazing, her mind was this girl called Cloyd de Basmelech Pneumo, unbelievable. Basheva Hitler, a fast, tremendous girl. Her grandfather's a little infamous, mind you, but such a good shidduch. You can understand, Maya was hated, it was a despised people by the Jewish people. And this man felt it's going to hurt his reputation if he marries Rus. He was worried it's bad for reputation. What are the neighbors going to say? Who else is going to marry his other children? It was a concern, the Shidduch from Mayav. There are people in Klaistral who held even the Mayavi girls, so it's not Paskind, but they're a despised people. And this anonymous guy, amazingly, he's plain, you don't know his name because he cared about his name too much. Because he put reputation before what was true. Before what was right, reputation matters. Where you put it matters also. Two shuls can both be looking for a rub. Two shuls. And they can have the exact same five qualities they both want. They all want the same five qualities. The person they get will be an entirely different person. They all admit in their mission statement, they vote amongst their members. And they have five qualities they're looking for they can end up with an entirely opposite human being. It all depends what's what order. In one shul, charisma is number one, Talmud Chacham is about number five. In the other shul, Talmud Chacham is one and charisma is five. <coughs> they can have the same list, what in what order? What trumps what? What comes first? What's the morbidiyevet will make do lower on the list? Reputation is important, but does it replace the truth? To replace the truth, the MS of the Dover, what Hashem says, what's right. We're a nation, we're handed the Torah, be loyal to Hashem's Torah. Be true to Hashem's Torah. Be true to what Hashem wants from us. Overall, over anything, we're Ivrian. We come with the power of Ivri from Avram Avinu, with the Kayach of doing what's true. And we read the Sefer Rus, and much is written why we read Rus and Shuz. We read about Abayaz. Abayaz, who forever is famous, forever is famous, he marries Imashal Mashiach, Imashal Malchus. He marries that Shidduch. It's not a great reputation Shidduch. She's poor, she's distilled, she's begging in the fields. She comes from a despised people, but it's true, but it's right, but it's Chesed, but it's Emes. And he puts aside, but doesn't, but it looks a certain way. Stop putting your own bushin so, so high up on the list. Of course, you send the in. Of course, try to articulate and try to explain for certain. Of course, don't have an attitude, us against. 
come from Avraham Avinu. Fidaita shekolechad, of course not. But the strength, the commitment, the loyalty to Tyra. Pavur avisein shabatrucha, the great trust in Hashem. The great trust in Hashem, Hashem was mitzavah, that comes way before everything else, way before what the neighbors are going to say. That's the first conversation that I want to have on this era choice. The day we're preparing for Kabbalah Satira, for our commitment to learn Torah, for our commitment to keep Torah, to keep in mind that precious story, to always remember Pliny. We're going to read anonymous, the Mishnah of his beautiful Mishnah that says, Nagid Shemei Avid Shemei. Nagid Shemei, if you make your name princely, if you care too much about your name, reputation is too high up on your list, Avid Shemei, ironically you have no name, you lose your name. That represents Pliny. Pliny who forever lost his name because he was so concerned about his name. And Bayaz who forever has a precious name, Forever is remember that hero, that leader of Klal Yisrael who led, who did what's error, who did what's true, who was authentic and sincere to Ratzon Hashem, because it's emes, because the truth. And put aside what some might say, what might be said, and try to articulate to all what is the emes. But he did the truth. And forever, Boyaz is remembered as the hero of the story. The one who did what's true, who was committed to Ratzon Hashem over all. And Anonymous is forever forgotten. His name long erased from the history books because he cared so much about his name over much more important things. That is the first message I want to share with the Tzibur, sincere Yidin, waiting to accept the Torah, the Kabbalah Satira. Let our commitment to Torah, to Hashem's Ratzin, to Dvar Hashem, be fierce and strong, much stronger than winds of what other people say. We live in a generation, PR is very important. Public relations, how does it appear? What are others' perspective of what you're doing? We have something true, we have something valuable. Let's be secure with what we have, not to be so caring of what it looks like, perception. I was called a wonderful person who's writing articles for the yeshiva. I have no cynicism to raise money. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous, it's important. Everything is, is important to raise money for the name Kemach and Torah. But I was asked questions about the yeshiva and I was like struggling and I was wondering why I was struggling. Answer the person, they want to write an article for heaven's sake. Then I realized if somebody would say to a couple, could you hold hands for the picture? It's demeaning, we have relationships. <coughs> We have a relationship that we're securing, that's authentic. We don't only have a relationship, because you see we have a relationship. Ramah says that a husband and wife shouldn't show chibah in public. They shouldn't display more love than best friends in public. When you have something profound and real, you're not caring the perception that you have something. If you don't have something in a country where marriages are difficult, all they have is that the next person thinks they have. When you have something, the perception becomes less important. The Yisem Nikiyim, we have to articulate. It's not us against, of course not. We're Be'afram. To explain Kalechot matters, people's perception and what others see matters. But let us be secure with Torah. Let us be secure with what we have. I realize it wasn't easy for me to talk because I value what I have. I value what's going on. It's not about what other C is going on. I value what yes is going on. 
So it was hard to give over a sense to try to say, let, let others see what's going on. Okay. And I had to think about it, and maybe others see what's going on, be an inspiration. Okay, try. Try to articulate. But let us all have that betachem, that trust, that faith, that connection, that belief in Torah, that it's valuable and precious to degrees that we can do what's true. Our raising our children will be so powerful to ideals that are just true. I don't worry how it looks to the neighbor. It's, that's not my first responsibility. My first responsibility is what's true. The questions I have, I don't worry. A guy like me should know more. How many questions do we bottle up, intelligent ones? But should I really know already? Ask, find out, explore. To do all the things that perhaps our fear shackles us, but our confidence in Hashem's Torah and the emes that we have should empower all of us to do what's true, to be boyas and not Mr. Anonymous. Let's say that. Oh, I can't. 
I shouldn't mess up and my friends laugh at me. A prayer, a beautiful prayer for a nervous learner. Somebody about to enter the Beis Medrash, how much can go on there? So they pray. Then upon exiting the Beis Medrash, there's a prayer as well upon exiting. Upon exiting, they turn to Hashem and they say, Thank you, Hashem, Hashem, I so appreciate you made me a learner. I'm not somebody sitting on a street corner. We both get up. And we get up with different Torah. And they get up with Dvarim Batalim. And we describe how fortunate we are. Ask Rev Shach, the great Panovich Rosh Hashim, I don't understand. Entering the base Medrash is the safest place on the planet. It's safe in here. It's safe in here. And here our learner is nervous. He's praying the experience should go well. You always need prayer. He has the recognition. In the safest places you must pray. Rev Shach, I don't understand. Upon exiting the base Medrash, it's a dangerous world out there. It's scary out there. Shouldn't our fellow be davening? Shouldn't he be praying? All of a sudden, life's bliss, my Dani. He's happy. Ask Shach what's going on. Klal Yisrael, the greatest 11 months in our history, perhaps. We sat learning Torah by our Sinai in tremendous unity. We were one. United, respected each other as Torah must be studied. Everybody's opinion valued and appreciated. A sense of everybody's importance. Everybody's perspective counted. Everybody mattered. We sat by our Sinai in such a unified manner by our Sinai. We sat, we had the greatest Rebbe of our history, Maish Rabbeinu. We were in front of Hashem, the Malame Torah Lavai, the greatest Rebbe in the history, the Rebbe of all the day, the Rebbe 
The Malamed Torah is Sabbath Hashem for 11 months, an incredible experience. Maimed Ar Sinai, 11 glorious months, spectacular months in our history of our people. And the last thing Hashem told us at the end of these 11 months is Rav Lachem. Rav Lachem, Rashi Sekim Pshat, Haribay Gedulah Lakachem, you got a lot from this gathering. We're about to part, and God patted us on the shoulder, and He said, you really, you did well. Guys, you did well, you got a lot here. Every word of Hashem is analyzed, and Klal Yisrael sat, the Eon Rav, it's what is Hashem saying to us, and we reviewed, what did we get? And we hazard the year of Shemayim that Maimed Ar Sinai brought, the unity that Maimed Ar Sinai brought, the respect to everybody's opinion that Maimed Ar Sinai brought, we hazard over all the great gifts that Maimed Ar Sinai brought us. Why is that the parting line from Hashem? We've got a lot here. Shouldn't there have been warnings about the new experiences of entering? You're leaving a safe environment, the safest environment in the history of our people. You're entering into a whole different matziv where machlekes is possible, where lack of Yerushalayim is possible, so many possibilities, so many dangers lurking. And the last message of Hashem, the parting words is you required a lot. Why was this the message? All of us live in an age of access. We're all responding for ourselves and our families. It's an age of access in our child's pocket, in our own pocket. And if we keep it out of our own pocket, in our child's pocket, but our child's friend's pocket, we can't keep it out, is access to scary things. And in this age of access, the popular word is shira. What's your protection? Every prospective parent comes to the yeshiva, mevenim, wonderful people. What's your shmira policy? We're frightened. How are you going to protect our child? What is your shmira? What's your shita? What's your filter? And does your filter have a filter and the filter's filter have a filter? Because that also has to be filtered. What's your shmira for your shmira and your shmira shmira? And the, the, the word of the day is shmira. And shmira is important. But explains Rav Shach, it misses the boat. It misses the boat. Years ago, there was a guy in Yeshiva who was a tremendous artist. He was a wonderful artist. And he used to draw pictures. We were learning Masech the Sukkah, right? Oakland, I remember. He drew, he drew beautiful pictures of different sugyas. Stunning, he was a tremendous artist. And he would take sugyas and a whole blot. He would make one picture that was an important part of the blot. I'm a very visual learner. So it was very important to me. I loved his pictures. And one particular time, I spoke in Yeshiva, that Torah is a tree of life. Woe unto the person who lets go of Torah. It's dangerous, a dangerous world out there. So this bathroom, I spoke by Richos about the dangers, the emptiness that lurks out there, the, a life of, that doesn't, devoid of meaning. He spoke about the dangers of the world out there. So he presented me, as was his want, of a picture of the shmuz. When I saw the picture, my feet were weak, I had to sit down. And I kept the picture for years, in the move, I don't know, maybe Ray Oberlander still has it in the office. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't seen it in two years, the picture. But he gave me a picture that we held on to for years. And the picture he gave me was tremendous. It was very, it was an eye-opener. 
and it aroused me. It was meirim me a lot. The picture he had, he had two mountains, beautiful artists, two mountains, a branch coming out of one of the mountains, and a human being is holding on to the branch. Beneath him is a tremendous fall, hundreds of feet, with rocks so sharp they'll tear him to shreds if he lets go of that branch. And our, and our person, our Hebrew is holding on to the branch, knowing if he lets go, he's going to die. And he said, Rebbe, here is your shmuz. I think that picture is the picture many of our mishpachas, many children feel, many people, I dare say many adults feel. If that's the picture of life, I'm not sure most intelligent people would say, let me let go. That's not much of a life. You can live and hold on, Maybe let go, at least on the way down, you'll do a few somersaults, be you move very fast. Given the two choices of life like this, or some somersaults, it's a completely fraudulent picture. It's not true, it's not the Emmas. The picture should have been of a man on a beautiful field, engaged in Chayim life, in meaningful life of connection to Hashem. Meaningful life of connection, totally Torah's pichel, a beautiful life of Torah, of mitzvahs, and then of course, off the side of the football field should be deep cliffs that you can fall off. That has to be the picture we give over. Said Rav Shach, upon entering the base medrash, we must pray. Upon exiting, of course we pray, but prayer is not enough. We must review how precious it is to have Torah. We must have an understanding, the gishmak of Torah, the joy of Torah, the celebration of mitzvahs, how lucky we are to have mitzvahs. We must have a simcha, great joy, the simcha shal mitzvah, the great joy of doing Hashem's mitzvahs, the great celebration of learning Hashem's Torah. Says Rav Shach, upon exiting the base medrash, the only thing that will keep the person safe Upon exiting the base mesh is If the person's misplaining, Shem, look what I have. I have fire. I have mitzvahs. I have something that's so precious, meaningful, a connection to you, something that's important, something that you yourself, the maker of the world, gave me over this responsibility. I have something so important. Said Rav Shach, only a person who says, Maidan Lufanecha. Hashem, thank you. Shasam help you, Yesh That's the only thing that makes a person safe out there. Said Hashem to Klal Yisrael, Rav Lohem, you've been here 11 months. What's going to keep you and your history safe? Only understanding Harbegdul Lakachtem, how much greatness, only an understanding of the godless of what you have. If we celebrate and appreciate mitzvahs, if they're valuable to us, Simcha Shal Mitzvah. If we give over to our families a sense of appreciation, the joy, the celebration that is mitzvahs, then and only then are we safe. Klal Yisrael sees Hashem. It's interesting, a man once came to Yeshiva and he described Hashem to the Bachram. He said himself he had a very tough dad. And his father was a stern disciplinarian who would smack him upside the head if he did the wrong move. And he told us, he said, listen to Hashem, we'll smack you upside the head if you don't listen to him. He gave us examples in his life, the sincere Yid, this Erlich Yid, when Hashem smacked him upside the head, 
and really got him in line. And so he told us, our chevr, Hashem will smack you upside the head if you don't listen to him. So people have a version, they don't have halavinu. I just want to say that one time in our history we saw Hashem with the clarity that was, never was before and hasn't been after. When all of our people said, Zekhelu, we pointed to Hashem, we saw Him. We experienced, Zeh, something's noicha, something's right here. We said, Zekhelu. So I just want anybody, nobody can debate what we said. I want to just say what Klai Yisrael said. When we saw Hashem, when we experienced an open revelation of the Bariyaylam, all of Klai Yisrael, not we copied at once, we said, Zekhelu, Hashem. You know what we did when we experienced Hashem? You know the outpouring of love we felt from Hashem that we said, Andeyu, I'm going to become kind the rest of our existence. We today are kind people. Because our people saw Hashem and we swore, Andeyu, Anivahu, I'm going to be kind the rest of my life to everybody. Anivahu, we experienced such a love, such an overwhelming sense on seeing Hashem. We said, I'm going to be like Hashem the rest of my life. I'm being kind. That's just what, that's a fact in what we experience. The people, every one of our people, responded the exact same thing. I'm going to be kind the rest of my life. Wow. What we experienced, the Ava, the overwhelming Ava that Hashem had for us. We said we all committed every June. And we commit, we keep to our commitment today. I'm going to be like Hashem. I'm being kind to everybody. The second pshat not veyu chazal tell us is nothing. Hashem, wow, don't ever leave me. Binya beis hamigdash, onkless. And veyu mulash nothing. A builder beis hamigdash, never ever leave me, Hashem. Wow, don't ever leave me. Stay forever, I beg you. And veyu, I want to build you. I want you to put your shechina, be sure your shechina amongst us. The third pshat, Chazal, tell us, the third idea of anveyu is more perplexing. The third idea of anveyu is hinder mitzvah. Do mitzvahs beautifully. Now, loyalty to Hashem, understand mitzvahs. What is hinder mitzvah? Beautify mitzvahs. I'll be loyal to you, Hashem. Mitzvahs, your command I'll keep. What is it that all of us at the same second, both other responses are so natural, so simple that we all mechaven. We felt Hashem's love and we said, I'm going to love every person. I want to be godly myself. I want a connection to Hashem. I want to be like Hashem. Anivahu. That's a natural response. Don't ever leave me, Hashem. Wow. Don't ever leave. Binyan Beis Hamidosh. A natural response. Hidr mitzvah. We all mechaven to a dakos. Hidr mitzvah. Beautiful mitzvahs. We didn't say mitzvahs. We said hidr mitzvahs. What we said, Klal Yisrael said upon experiencing Hashem is anveyu, I'm not just going to do your command, I'm going to love it. I'm going to embrace it. I want mitzvahs. It's my opportunity. Hidr mitzvah is the haisafa. Every yid's personal connection to mitzvahs. Every yid's flair. Every yid's style. We didn't say zeli kenu. We didn't say that's our God. We said zeli. We experienced something that said my own personal connection to Hashem. He loves me personally. I can personally have shaykhus. I want to do His commands. I want to hold on to you, Hashem. I'm excited by your mitzvahs. I'm excited by your mitzvahs. 
We were saying that that Yid come to our Kehillah, Yid, who in jail, thought, he, was, he was in jail for eight and a half years and he held on to this, it's unbelievable. With no, with, with, with no fanfare, with no, Bosha keeps us doing things right, with no hope. In the darkest place on the planet, with people that are never getting out. And in such a difficult environment, he was midaktik, every shachras min chamayr, Still in unbelievable Zahiras, he, he, he lit him in Naira, sat in a sukkah in the darkest, everybody around him, dark, depressed, hopeless, meaningless life. And he grabbed on, he said his attitude to mitzvahs. Was it responsibility and obligation? That too. But he said to Hashem, I'm never letting go of you. The Lashem Savsa is a connection and involvement. Hashem, he said, I'm never letting go of you. And like the Messiah Hashem says, Vegas is hey, hey, not mitzvahs. The way to grab on to Hashem is through mitzvahs. He said, Hashem, I'm never letting go. Hidder mitzvah, the excitement for mitzvahs, my own I suffer, my own addition, my own excitement, and I'm not just doing the mitzvah, I'm not just getting by. It's not just obligations, though it's an obligation, but it's also an opportunity, and I'm holding on to you, Hashem. Hidder mitzvah. It must be the mission statement of our homes and our yeshiva. The question we must ask ourselves is we make Birchas HaTorah, we lost the first base HaMikdash, the Gemara in Bamitziyah Peihei, the Darim Peihei, the Shloi Birchas HaTorah Tchilo. The question must be, and we say HaShabach HaBanu, for us to mean it, for our children to mean it. HaShabach HaBanu, from the first words we utter every day, like Rav pointed out. HaShabach HaBanu Mikolo Amin. To have a system of chinuch in our home that mitzvahs are celebrated, mitzvahs are exciting, mitzvahs are positive, mitzvahs are opportunities. I'm going to hold on to you, Hashem. I'm never letting go. Hidder mitzvah, the doing mitzvahs in a beautiful way, with our own style, with our own excitement, our own understanding, study mitzvahs. Learn about them, understand them, embrace them, be excited by them. Go off to learn with the great joy of Ashabach Rabbanu. Simcha Shal Mitzvah. The Gemara describes us in Brachas Tavches of Rebruna, who said Kriyashma at the right time and a smile didn't leave his face till Chatzreis. Will you be worried about tomorrow or about yesterday's void? Rebruna said Kriyashma and it's time until Chatzreis. He didn't stop smiling. Simcha Shal Mitzvah that extends the Chiddush of the Gemara even beyond the moment of the Mitzvah. Afterwards, to be excited, the Mitzvah was done. That is the second message of Shavuos. We have one Mitzvah that arises of quite a quiet Chag. Pesach is a loud Chag. We change our whole eating habits. Sukkis, we change our, where we live. Shavuos quiet. And the Daraisa front, beautiful Menhagim. But Chiyuv is so quiet. The one mitzvah the Raisa will have this shvuas, simcha, joy, the celebration of Torah, Shabbat Rabbani. All of us should be zeichah, this second point. In our, the, the ideas in our house to give over for ourselves and our families, this important point of Shabbat Rabbani, to say birchas Torah and mean it for ourselves and our mishpachas. Yate, Yate, 
Hashem. And keeping Tariyag, it's quite the package. Do you mind adding 12 or 15 more halachas I won't be discussing after I'm done? I want to be a good guy. I want to be loyal to you. I don't want to be a manuvel. And Here I could be a manuvel b'rshus ha-tayrat. Maybe add 15 more laws. And this way I'll be protected now. You set up. Now you can't be a manuvel b'rshus ha-tayrat. Don't get confused. Some people get dizzy and wake up sweating at night. That after the Torah said, you can't be a Menolah B'Rishah Satayrah. says no more of Menolah B'Rishah Satayrah. That's faulty thinking because it doesn't say 
What is a Manova B'Shosatayra? It's left up to us. It's not specific. Give me specific laws like you always do, Hashem. What's mutter, what's usr. Tell me specifics and I'll no longer be a Manova B'Shosatayra. So what is the message that I can be that it's not, we don't have more? And of course, the answer is you could be a minovel, there's just satire if we keep what's written, but we don't think what is said. If we keep the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law, a person's a minovel, there's just satire. They're not understanding what Hashem is telling us. They have the law, the letter of the law, but not to understand. Lemashul. The Gemara, when it describes Kibbut Aim, has a series of laws. You're supposed to give your father to eat, to drink. I once went to Reb Nassim my father was coming to Eretz Yisrael, and I said, I'm nervous to go to the airport to, be, to greet my dad. Machni said, I'm nervous, Pritzus. Reb Nassim put his hands on my shoulder and said, don't be a baby, don't be a baby. Get to do your mitzvahs, do your mitzvahs. Machni say, moitziyoy. So we have the mitzvahs, the laws. Says the Chayadam, Iker from Kadbanim, Iker kibar avayim is b'machshavah. The main kibbutz Avayim, even though the Gemara speaks about b'maisa over dibur, in action the Gemara speaks about kibbutz Avayim. It speaks about dibur yesh machal of it pesioni v'tardoi min oilam. It speaks about speaking appropriate. It doesn't say b'machshava. And the Chayyadim says the ikur kibbutz Avayim. The main law is to hold your parents on echbad yards. So why didn't the Gemara say that chiyu? But of course that's how Torah works. The laws are for your dad. Give to drink. Their laws, what to do. The thinker understands and all the law gets the message. Understands what Hashem is saying. The Menobel Bershus keeps all the laws and then he doesn't hold of his parents as anything precious. He didn't understand what the law was telling him. Hashem wants us to be misfining, to think what the law is saying to us, to have an understanding of the Dvar Hashem. So we attempt, we attempt to be misplaining, to think into mitzvahs. We do it whether we understand it or not. But we attempt to think in Hashem's mitzvahs that he gave. So I want to discuss a specific mitzvah of Hashem for a specific topic. It's the hours too late to describe why I feel the Sefer Rus. This is an extremely important topic of the Sefer Rus and of our lives as Torah Jews. But I want to speak... I want to speak about a topic, a topic about a specific mitzvah that I think opens our eyes. There's a mitzvah, I always say, if a guy sells a field, whether it's Yisrael, he sells his house, his precious possession, a piece of property in Eretz Yisrael, and he sells it away, he's strapped for cash, and he sells his house. So Hashem says, for two years you can't redeem it, and then afterwards, at any point, the seller can redeem it. That law, all of us can understand it. You sold what was so valuable for two years, don't redeem it. Let the buyer have it. He bailed you out when you needed it. As well as usually at the beginning, you don't have the cash, that's why you sold it. But subsequently, such kindness, you could force the buyer to sell it back to you at any point. You come up with the cash after the two years, you force the buyer to sell it back, understood. Then there's this halacha that's hard to understand. A walled city fellow. A walled city fellow, the halacha is that the moment you sell it, you have one year to redeem it. The clock starts the moment of the sale. You hear the tick-tock. And after one year, you lose it forever. 
Lost, gone, never to be had back. And the question begs, the question, what, what is the message of this mitzvah? So we do it, Hashem says, this is the mitzvah, Hashem said, in a walled city, you sell your house, you have a year to redeem it, you don't redeem it, you lose it. Either. Perhaps the message is as follows. The visual of a walled city fellow, there's a certain person now that, I knows I like the anagram. Type one, two, three, nine. Fascinating. I have a new classification of people. There's a walled city fellow and a non-walled city. You want a walled city girl or a non-walled city girl? A walled city person is a very sheltered person. Wonderful family. Everything goes swimming for them. They're sheltered and protected. A walled city person. The Ramban says that the reason that cities, that were walled cities celebrate Purim on a different day is they weren't under such a threat. They were safe from Haman and his army. After all, they were in a walled city. The threat was left, it was less than they celebrated on a different day. So a walled city person is a safe person. Everything was just shown. And Hashem sends this person a severe challenge. They sell their house to strap for cash. And one year to redeem it. That's a pressurized year. That's lachats. The first year, you obviously don't have cash. And it made problems in clients room. The last day we know, the seller would come up with the money somehow, and he would look for the buyer, and the buyer was nowhere to be found. He was hiding, of course, because he wanted to keep the house forever. Hillel, the Gemara, getting had to make a takana to have a special lishka chamber to put the money in. Secret in but Hashem was causing the walled city guy lachatz for his benefit. Here's a person who's been so protected and safe. And the danger, Zabdamel says, I say in tranquility, I'll never stumble forever. But a start of Panecha, a moment of Hester Panma, you see Nivel, the person shaken up, and the person learns to pray to Hashem, learns Emuna, learns to work on Emuna. And here's a walled city guy, a protected, sheltered fellow, who Hashem makes Allah of lachatz, purposely for his benefit, to teach him to trust Hashem, to teach him to daven for Hashem. And the message I want to say, to me there are two facets to life that bowl us over just to come closer to Hashem and to appreciate our mission, is the kindness of Hashem. The chesed of Hashem, ki gavar aleinu chasta, is neuer. And the second thing that's equally amazing is how busy Hashem is with us, our Nesiyinus. Did you ever have it that after you're out of an Nesiyin, I recently with my wife was trying to analyze an Nesiyin I was in for two years, and I couldn't understand it fully. And I realized there were so many nuances about me and about the situation, it was so detailed and nuanced, when the Nesiyin's gone, you don't even fully understand, you can't even give it over. There's so many parts to it. I live with my family. We're, 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 we like each other. We love doing things together. So I decided I'm going with my kids to an escape room. I was just visual. I was so excited on the way. We're going to go to this escape room, and each one of us, using our different intelligence and our different talents, we're going to break out of the room in record time with competitive sort, and we're going to work together and set world records each one working, to, I had a whole visual. We get there, it was a complete scam. There was no chachma, it, it was just luck. It was just like bizarre. And it was just not, the, our good ones, escape rooms. But we, had, we just went this one, it was, it was a failure. 
I was thinking to myself that that escape room wasn't designed for this child, that child, but the escape room of life. Hashem's Nisiyanis, you wouldn't understand mine, and I wouldn't understand your Nisiyanis, are built so perfectly for us to bring out our godless, to bring out... We're standing before Shavuos, this man of accepting our mission, our Torah, our precious Torah. Our challenges and our responsibility in Torah and Mitzvahs in a life of service to Hashem is so exact and so precise. Our Avodah, our Nisiyanis, you can become from from your Nisiyanis. Each peckle that we have is so brilliant for the nuances of our personality. Hashem, there's seven billion people, the sense, I remember my Rebbe told me something, and I sensed he knew the only time in my life, besides my parents, that I felt somebody got me to the core of my being. <laughs> the only time he grabbed my inner self, the deepest part of me, and I grabbed it. My Rebbe told me something. And the Sionis, Hashem constantly says, I got you. I know you. I understand you so profoundly and deeply in what you need and how to challenge you. 18 years ago, the Kyle Yungalite had a visiting speaker. And at the time, we were all much younger. I had one child at the age of one. And the speaker spoke about a child they have that's the opposite of them, that challenges them. And we were all, I remember being amazed. Wow, they have a child different than them. That must be such an Assyrian. Today, everybody, like, tell me something. Please tell me a Yiddish. Every person with kids has unique opportunities to become great, to work on the Kudos, different Nikudos within us. Nisyonis are amazingly fit. Hashem is so busy allowing us to become great, allowing us to dig deep in ourselves, to overcome and to become great. It calls the, the nation of Tyrus as Am Novel and Azinu. It calls it Am Novel. So I called my dad. Uncle says Novel means Am of the Kavuni Arisa. The nation accepted the Tyrus. Novel means worn out. And my father told me, so I said, why is Am Novel mean the nation who accepted the Tyrus? Somebody who knocks himself out. Somebody who overcomes his name is Atzmoy. Somebody who overcomes tendencies, who works in themselves. Our, our, all our mission of the Taryag and our specific mission in leading a Torah life in our family, under our conditions, under our parnasa, under our health, we respond to challenges, Rabbi Isai, in two ways, and we sometimes forget a third way. When we have Messianus, we pray, tremendously correct. Help, Hashem, help, we pray. And two, we do a shakras. If it's parnasa, we work on parnasa. If it's a medical, we call doctors. Both appropriate responses. We forget the third. Within this situation, Hashem's handing me an opportunity. How can I be mekadashem shemayim? How can I become greater? The single buffer who become of us, the wali single, how can we become greater? The couple, how can we become greater? We're praying appropriately for children. We're doing the efforts, but how can I become greater? What can I do that's mekadashem shemayim mitoich my situation? Klai Yisrael has a sire that Shloyma Melech had a ring that said on it, Gezi, Gamze Yavor, this too shall pass. My whole life I thought, Pshat, is hold on tight when you have a sense. It won't last forever. 
Chizuk, it won't last forever. Hold on tight. Manage, grab on, and eventually we'll pass. I went, a particular event happened, and I understood a different shot. Gam means this Nisayim will pass. Chaparayim, what are you doing while Hashem sent the Nisayim to bring out your greatness? Rus is poor, and call Makayim Tarim Oini Soifer Nisayim Eosher. Whoever keeps tired when they're poor, you won't remain poor. She eventually is Ima Shel Malchus. She proudly sitting on the throne. But while she's poor, is an opportunity to be loyal to Hashem. While she's poor, while she's going through, don't just pray for the salvation. You're in a tough spot, a place you don't want to be, a position you don't want to be. Don't just pray for the later, better days, which we are allowed to pray. Also say, during this, what can I do? I'll end with this of our Torah. That Reb Shem Yochai is in the cave. Twelve years, terrible, shrekmach, emotional pain away from his family. Detached, his own mishpacha doesn't know where he is. Physical pain cracks all over his body. Wrapped in pain. And the Xer is over. And Hashem sends the best deliverer of news in the world, Elio Hanavi, who's the Mivasar Toy. His job is to report good news. It's so geschmack to say over good news. It's so geschmack. And he is blessed to be the Mivasar Toy, the bringer of good news. And he's told by Hashem, go tell, go tell Hashem Ben Yechai, you're a free man. And he goes to the cave, and what a, what's your job? Excuse me. The job he does to tell Roshim Yechai, you're free. The May Caesar, the Caesar has died, a bottle of Zerasa. He stands by the entrance of the cave and he says, Who can tell? Who can tell? Yo, you. <laughs> you're a great bearer of good news. Go tell Roshim Yechai, the Caesar died. Give him a bear hug, fly into his arms in a great embrace to tell He sits by the cave almost as if to say, who has the audacity to end this period? Dehainu the respect for Nisyanus challenges Ashrechem Shari Sani Bikach. The Maara Surim Shamat Hashem Chamis Aitch Badarecha challenges their opportunities. It's a shtekel chutzpah. Man loydi, I can't tell who has the audacity to just tell the Mazatov it's over. Of course, we're allowed to pray for the situation to end. We must ask ourselves what Kedishamayim, what greatness, what Gadlus. What present is Hashem giving me from this situation that can be Mekadosh Shemayim? All of us should be zeicher to tackle, embrace our mission, to accept in our situation, kifi who we are, kifi our situation, to bring Torah and mitzvahs into our life and the life of our families, to celebrate Torah and mitzvahs, to be excited, to impart to our families. And that point is to be so secure in our relationship with Hashem that even when it's not so popular, even when others might not understand, but what we value more than all is the truth of our mission, the truth of our actions, and that comes before other cheshbainas that are of less important.
No, because they're not singing in a choir. If they're singing as part of a choir, I wouldn't. Uh, 